I made it back, Tattlepod people. And as my friend Angel says, I've packed my poise pads and flew into Greenville on my room for my sister's birthday. She is phasing into the petrified dog turd stage of life, but not quite to the point where someone should recommend checking her expiration date. Actually, she is nowhere close to expiring, and quite frankly, for as intelligent as she is, she has a maturity level of a two-year-old who has been persistently trying to distract me since the inception of my attempt to author this podcast. So if this sucks, Harry Balls, today it is because my sister is periodically dancing across my line of vision while her hair is piled up on her head, twisted up like a horn with hair color on which is appropriate because she is Satan. Kelly, thank you for joining me today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, and I'm <laughs> so excited to be the first title podcast. Of course she is, and that wasn't scripted. She is that dorky. In good sister form, though, upon arrival, we did down a bottle of cab and went to bed at 3 a.m. And I still had to tell her to stop popping her head up <laughs> from her pillow like an annoying gopher and informing me of her great ideas. A prairie dog. They're a prairie dog, she says. <laughs> if you're a prairie dogging, then you need to go sit on the toilet. <laughs> we go through this fucking every time I come here. I try to go to sleep and just as my eyes are half-masked, she has a great idea. That is not a great idea. So we are going to move on to our email because Kelly and I, well, we need to get to bed. Yeah. <laughs> We're tired and hungover. It says, hi, mother. This email is months overdue, but something that has been on my mind. I work in an industry that requires me to interact with people from all different demographics and professional backgrounds across the country. And I absolutely love what I do. And as I was reading this earlier, I would like to make note that this is very well written and I appreciate your writing ability and intelligence. And Kelly can vouch for it because she's a super smart teacher through master's degrees. Vouch. Yeah, very smart, very smart. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll connect. This is back to the email. I'm reading the email. Every once in a while, I'll connect with someone and it feels like I've known them for years and that we have hung out in person a number of times. These types of interactions are what keep me going and one of the reasons why I love what I do. Now, with that being said, I rarely, and in parentheses it says, I could go as far as to say never, in parentheses, feel anything more. Yes, in this profession, I interact with countless attractive people. And before COVID, a lot of my meetings were in person. I'm someone who's always put work and professionalism above any feelings that I may have. Or if I'm picking up on signs that maybe the person I'm working with is interested in more than just a professional relationship. I know I read that really wrong, but I'm tired. So just kind of get the drift, people, okay? No matter what, I've always managed to fight the urge and never cross the line. Shocker, I know, a man who can think with the head attached to his neck and not between his legs. Very well stated. I do want to make a note that you have used the word that you always monitor yourself and that you have never. And when you use qualifiers like always and never, that means you're probably fibbing and you probably have crossed the line. 
but I don't know. <laughs> Just saying. That sounds true. That sounds true, Kelly says. But that's okay. We don't care. We don't judge here. We do judge here, but we're not judging you. <laughs> until now, I'm writing to... Oh, until now. Okay, read it wrong again. Until now, this person is starting to wonder if they should venture across this line. So I am writing you because I've started to allow my mind to wander in a way I never have before. Never have before. Note to self, never. Because this person just has something about them, probably an STD. I can't put my finger on what makes me want to fly to their city, get a hotel room, and never leave the hotel during my entire stay. I've only seen this person on video camera once, which makes this situation even more unique for me. I mean, think about it. I have no idea what this person's body looks like, their style. Shit, I barely know what they look like at all. LOL. So 90% of my thoughts are fantasy. Fantasies are fun. But I feel like I might not be the only one who is having these thoughts. What would you want from me if you were the person in this scenario? Well, I guess you're going to get what you, I would want from you because this is my podcast and this is my opinion. So first, I'm going to have to give you a verbal pat on the back. And even though you use qualifiers as always and never, which means you probably fibbed some, but for keeping it professional. That would be the right direction when mixing with people at work because you should never shit where you eat. And I know this because I have done this and this is why. I am now in a 12-year affair that is probably not even considered an affair anymore. And despite being highly annoyed with my ball and chain sometimes, we are practically domestic partners, he, his wife, and I. Hell, we might even be considered a thruple at this point. <laughs> I'm sure she's thrilled if she's listening to this. She'll never listen to this. I truly do think that she owes me a thank you note for taking all of the quote-unquote burying of the bone duties. I took them right off her hands, <laughs> literally and physically. In the beginning of this relationship, it was highly stressful because we both recognized that it could cost our, us our jobs. And since he and I are both medical professionals, it was and is still, after years, for some reasons, everyone's business. And because news travels fast in the hospital. And we'll leave that at that. Back to your email. I must ask you if this person is a current client or a past client. If they are a past client and you no longer have a working relationship with them and you don't see them every day in person, which you said you didn't, then I feel that if you really felt a connection, that you could pursue it politely and carefully and dare I say chivalrously. We know what that means. Um, You'll be a gentleman. If you let the opportunity pass when you're feeling a strong connection, you might miss out on an opportunity that might not present itself again. I mean, that may be no good. It might be something you need to pursue a little bit. The fact that you are interested in someone, mostly based because of their personality, fosters what or could foster what has the potential to be a very healthy and long-term relationship if that is what you are looking for. 
Now, don't just like go in balls deep with the anticipated outcome of a long-term relationship. Just get to know the person on a friendly level because that is your safe zone. And if it progresses, great. And if it doesn't, then you've not completely fucked yourself over in your career and you've not made yourself look like a dickhead. You've just made yourself look like somebody who likes a person and wants to get to know them better. And I, I don't feel there's a anything wrong with that. Yeah, as Kelly says, <laughs> a lot better. You did mention heavily that you felt that you wanted to fly to this person and get a hotel room and basically stay in bed, I presume, fucking. That is at least what I surmise. And that you don't know what her body looks like. This is probably just your serotonin level spiking, which is a normal response early in a potential relationship. And you can't really like judge your feelings until your serotonin level drops again, which is why many relationships that start out and are all fucking great, and we all know what they are, the ones that are posted all over Facebook about how fucking great, and then all of a sudden they're nowhere. And you think this relationship's great, you wanna exchange bodily fluids, et cetera, et cetera, and then you wake up one day and you're looking at somebody that is, I like to say, coyote ugly, which interprets into you roll over and you look at this person and they're so ugly, you wanna chew your arm off just to sneak out of bed without getting caught. So tread carefully. Finally, are you certain that you don't really just want to digmatize this person? You sound very concerned about if maybe potentially from the neck up, they're a supermodel, but from the neck down, they might be a saggy bag of garbage. You're just going to have to meet this person and find out if you are no longer working with them. And of course, if they also want to meet you. So now in my notes, it says I'm supposed to prompt Kelly for her really dumb opinion. Kelly. I just want to say, I thought about this. Now earlier on take one, I had a different response to this. And now I say the guy's full of shit. And I should just say my quote of the day at this point that I'm going to choose to remain silent because classy is when you have a lot to say, but you choose to remain silent in front of fools. And I'm going to say classy is not quite your key adjective. (laughs) It's assy. (laughs) She's assy as manifested by all of her um, sharts in the bed this morning <laughs> when she woke up. <laughs> that was the dog. It was not the dog. <laughs> so that wraps this episode up of the pod, as my kids call it. I'm not a professional source of advice. I am just dicking around here and getting off on this and humoring myself, and this is an ego boost. So please go to tattlepod at gmail.com or tattlepod.com. Because even if you people think I'm great, I really don't have that big of an audience. And help me out some. Send me a tattle. Tell all the people you love or hate to listen to me. I don't care. If you're my listener, you should be sending me an email. And you should be buying my book. Yeah, buy the book. It's really awesome. It is really fucking It is fucking hilarious. Funny. Memoirs of My Mother, which is authored by E. Thomas. It is a pen name. I didn't want to get canceled, okay? And you can buy it on Amazon and all kinds of other places. And the cover art is spectacular, all original. That's me. So, for fuck's sake, 
I mean, that kind of shit isn't hard to do. If you email me, I may even send you a signed copy of my book as a form of true narcissistic appreciation. My sister and I, we've got to get to bed now. We've already terrorized Greenville and caused the men of South Carolina to appreciate their wives more. So, ciao for now, and remember, there's no shame in tattling to your mother.